Hello, and welcome to The Vergecast on the 500th day of CES 2016, the show that never sleeps or stops or uh, and produces any product news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, it's our last day here at CES. I think you can hear the, the sleepiness in my voice. Uh, but I'm Neil I. Patel. I'm joined here today by my friend Casey Newton. Good to be here. You got to talk right into that mic. Got to talk right into the mic and tell you that it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Dieter Bone is here. I am Dieter Bone. I'm still here. My girl Fumo's here. Hello. What up? I'm just dying to know what what you've been up to. Nicola just appears (laughs) randomly at CES. You appeared on the show yesterday, then you disappeared, then you appeared at a party I was at, then you disappeared. Yeah, no, we have had some weird run-ins. Yeah. Only run-ins. Yeah, only run-ins. We have run-ins. I, I want some quality time. We're here now. Yeah, that's true. We have one hour, <laughs> I guess. Let's grind through some quality time <laughs> together. Let's spend some goddamn time together as family. <laughs> what uh, do I do? I don't I know. It's a really in. great question. You will turn, uh, yeah. Well, you, let's start with Casey. So, Casey, yeah. what have you been up to at TS? What have you been, what have you been seeing? What have you been talking about? Well, I mean... Neil, as you know, CES falls somewhere outside my core interests. I'm not a yeah. big Internet of Things uh, guy, um, but I did check in. Is there any big Internet of Things guys? That that man right there yeah. is yeah. a huge Internet of Things person. That's, that's that straw enabled. actually has uh, Intel's Curie chip in yeah, it. Yeah, that is a Bluetooth straw. Yeah. Uh, so what I've been doing is going to the live yeah. blogs of the various uh, yeah. multinational corporations, your uh, Intels and your NVIDIAs and your Samsungs, and um, I think there was one more, uh, LG. And uh, this is going to sound like a joke, but the thing that I've been most excited about are uh, household appliances. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> they, they are useful uh, in ways that are serious. For example, a uh, washing machine that also dries your clothes. Why did it take us till 2016 to get a good one of those? I don't yeah. know. But we have one now. And by we have one, I mean it you know, will become commercially available and yeah. remain unaffordable to, to me, probably. But... Uh, I thought that was very cool. And then the Samsung fridge has a 21.5-inch touchscreen yeah. in it, and you can send all sorts of uh, you know crazy trolls to I your friends I read there. your live blogs, yeah. and I have to say your enthusiasm for these products now yeah. was not matched. It was not apparent? No. It was no. I, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was one of those things where the more I thought about it, uh, you know, even as I was cracking wise, because yeah. how could he not? I mean, everyone, everyone should read F-bombs. Everyone should read Casey's live blogs of these events. Uh, there's yeah. one where they said there's literally nothing this washing machine can't do, and Casey just goes, that is a bold claim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a very bold claim. <laughs> um, but what's funny is uh, some of the companies that I was making fun of started to reach out to me uh, to go uh, like meet the, the people I've been making fun of. So, for example, Dolby, yeah. uh, you know, which is just like a middleware company that doesn't actually like sell to consumers, uh, like was continually interrupting other presentations to be like, hey, like we put we put Dolby in this. <laughs> it was like Dolby's entire role at, at uh, you know corporate presentations. Like we put some Dolby in this, you guys. <laughs> and so they they hired this like James Bond looking character named Giles Baker to to tell the world about this. And so I was like making you know various James Bond jokes in the live blog and then I got an email the next day that just said Giles Baker would like to meet with you <laughs> and so yesterday I went with my tail between my legs to Dolby and yeah. met with Giles Baker and he explained to me all of the different kinds of Dolby that Dolby puts into things yeah. and it was very lovely what's his favorite kind of Dolby well uh, I'll tell you the most sort of bromantic moment that we yeah. shared together they took me into the Dolby uh, testing lounge yeah. 
where they have a sort of high-end uh, but commercially available TV and like Klipsch sound system. And Giles Baker and I sat on a sofa and we watched uh, Justin Bieber perform an acoustic version of What Do You Mean uh, at an insanely loud volume. And I, I honestly had li- like chills, like, like the hairs on yeah. my neck were standing up. Uh, and so uh, Giles Baker really, you know, left me with a lot to think about. Yeah. You know, it's interesting is theverge.com now, in case he's installed some Dolby. Yeah. Just get that fine Dolby yeah. experience. Look for Dolby on the box. <laughs> That's what I have to tell you. <laughs> uh, if you haven't read, read, I'm so tired. It's a, it's a long week. Look, I played Blackjack until 5 in the morning. Let's just be honest and direct. Uh, it's Las Vegas. Did you win or lose? Um, I watched somebody else uh, insist that they were lucky in winning while spending somebody else's money. Oh. Um, and then she took that money. She took whatever. she Because it was someone else's money coming in, she decided that she had doubled her money and walked away. <laughs> Not paying back. It was, anyway. Look, it's Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm an easily tempted human being. Sure. Uh, Would you say that you know when to hold them or when to fold them? That's not blackjack. But Wait, you, what is a Vegas sort of. line? Okay. You know I when to s- hit him or when to quit him? <laughs> uh, I would say that I'm getting better at knowing when to quit him. Okay. That's good. That's a, in my 35th year, mm-hmm. I think deciding when to quit him is a thing I'm going to focus on. Right. So when 5 a.m. came around, you said, yeah, that's probably enough for tonight. Yeah, I yeah. consulted the flow chart that I've been developing on my phone. Mm-hmm. And it said, are you lonely and by yourself in a casino? Uh <laughs> And the phone said yes. Right. It's funny. Um, Nicola, what have you been up to? Mostly looking at things you can put on your wrist. Yeah. And if you should or shouldn't do that, basically. Yeah. Should um, I put something on my wrist? I would say... I have very thin wrist. No. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, really? we're not getting I'm your wrist go thinner with than your wrist. No. Why? Um, no. Because <laughs> he has a computer with him. Oh, I feel like most idea. of the time. Wow. Um, yeah, I've been looking Wait, at if you have a computer with you, you don't need something on your wrist? Yeah, because it's doing thesis? the job that there's the thing in front of you. Why would you want that? Oh, you've been looking redundancy? at watches, not like... I, was, I thought you were looking at, like, fitness trackers. Oh, yeah, and those. Yeah, but... Oh, Connected we, bracelets, even. Oh, my God, Whoa. somebody... Some e-braced? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a don't shorten it. It's not good. Um, yeah, Wait, no. A, but no laptop can do what a fitness tracker can do. No, no laptop can do what a fitness tracker can do. That's what you just said. Do. You said you shouldn't put anything on your wrist because he has a laptop. Okay, fine. He can put whatever he wants on his wrist. <laughs> fine. Why is it so hostile? <laughs> I feel like you've been looking at a lot of products that made you kind of mad. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about those. Um, the maddest I got was <laughs> uh, when whenever there's jewels put on something for women. and We, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, yes. right? Yeah, yeah, Swarovski yeah. yeah. everywhere. Um, yeah, just more of that. More of jewels on things. Mm-hmm. Um Man, today, today, what did I? We made a video. It's gonna be great. You're gonna love it. Yeah. It's me and Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, good. Yeah. Yeah, putting it's stuff real, on your wrist. Real magic. What was the ugliest thing that you've seen? Wow. Wow. Um. I mean, her immediate thought was your face. If she didn't <laughs> want to say it. I yeah, Nicholas is like on fire today. She came in, sat down, started throwing jabs. Yeah, this bombs. is a really actually no. I was telling someone that CES is releasing my inner snob like I try to keep it quiet or at least internal and I'm just like saying things out loud that are just mean and judgmental and based on appearances wow yeah why is that I don't know something about CES or is it Vegas 
No, this is not Vegas. We're not in Vegas. <laughs> this is CES. I would say CES is the most Vegas thing that I go to every year. I would but say, I come here every year. So. I would say... I would say, barring like probably a cumulative four hours, I haven't been in Las Vegas. I've been in CES. I yeah. saw Cher's farewell show in Las Vegas, and that was the most Las Vegas thing I've ever seen. That sounds like it. Yeah. At the very end of the show, before we had even stopped clapping, Cher was on a helicopter back to Los Angeles, which tells you <laughs> a lot about the way that people feel about Vegas at the end of their time here. And also, the crowd kept clapping long we, we felt like fools. We kept expecting her to come out and take <laughs> oh, a bow. Little God. did we know. Should we she see a show tonight? Seat? Yes. Wow. Is Britney playing tonight? We're going to find out. No. <laughs> the crew knows. Our producers are fully aware. In case you're wondering what people do over there while we're recording the broadcast, they're scour StubHub for Britney <laughs> tickets. Dave and Andrew are scouring for Britney tickets. I did I mean, see Chris Andrew's, Brown Andrew's last website night. is uh, BritneySpearsSuperfan.com. Yeah. Wait, you saw Chris, Chris Brown? Brown where? Play. Oh, play. Yeah. How was Chris Brown? Oh, man. where? How far do we want to go into this? All the um, way. Tell the whole story. <laughs> well, okay, so, like, being in a club here is so weird, but it's like a brand-sponsored event because it's all the, like, CES, oh, <laughs> jacket and lanyards like everywhere in the club and it's so weird and putting your hand <laughs> over your face isn't gonna hide you from these people they still see they you. know um but it's like the club is full of mostly that and then there's like that's probably like a healthy 89 percent mm-hmm. the drinks are free so you drink them <laughs> what, and you don't what, stop drinking them what Hemingway nightwear are you and then <laughs> the drinks are free the weird thing about the parties <laughs> here is that usually the ocean is roaring at me uh, the, the weird thing about the parties here is that many things but the artists that are scheduled to perform actually go on at regular hours and usually like anything you go to you're like oh there's a gas great they're gonna be on at 2 in the morning or something yeah. so Chris Brown came on at like maybe 11 yeah. like yeah, a yeah. really reasonable hour yeah. um started by himself mostly played like kind of slow jams like it wasn't like a hot intro and then four male dancers appeared dancers appeared later yeah and wait, then they would wait, go what, away what brand was sponsored this party did I miss it I heard radio I heard, oh yeah that's the thing that they do here yeah, yeah. we went to the Twitter Spotify party yeah in search of Drake when we got there, we were told that Chromia was playing, but then Neil and I walked into the uh, stage area, and they just had a boombox playing Juveniles Back That Ass Up, <laughs> uh, which was not very Chromio at all. Yeah, it was very confusing. Yeah. Uh, but no, Drake. They, I mean, they lured us there with Drake. What? How did they say? They, they said, said Drake will be playing. <laughs> <laughs> the classic Drake. Very yeah. subtle. But wouldn't your mind be like, he couldn't possibly be at a Spotify event. That would be not possible because of Apple Music, right? Uh, what? You didn't do that in your head immediately? <laughs> well, his manager was there, is something else we were told. And earlier in the day at a Twitter event, uh, I had run into Flowrider, who was there trying on headphones from a company that Twitter has taken a minority stake in <laughs> for literally no reason that anyone will tell me. Twitter invested in a headphones company. They built a, uh, a little kind of uh, city environment uh, in the Cosmopolitan Hotel so there were like these little storefronts and you could go in and there were meeting rooms and it was like very elaborate and very well done and like it, it all looked very cool and one of the storefronts was a headphones store uh, the company's uh, named Music M-U-Z-I-K Twitter took a stake in it I have no idea why uh, and who was in there when I walked by trying on headphones uh, none other than Flo Rida himself do you recognize him by face I oh no obviously like. somebody had to tell me yeah, that it was okay. Flo Rida I mean I've of course heard the songs um, yeah of course I'm yeah not living yeah. under a rock over here people no. but uh, <laughs> I do not 
know what he looks like. I don't know what he looks Mostly like. Mostly because he won't return my calls to set up our first date. So. <laughs> oh, you and Uncle Flo? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, uh, did you mention to him that his name is actually just the word Florida with a space? I wanted to because I think when he finds out, he is going to be so embarrassed. He's like, what have I been doing for the last five years with his name? He loves Florida so much that he was like, you know what my rap name is going to be? Florida. Right. Yeah. I want mine to be Cal... <laughs> and just see if that could kind of catch on. Um, actually, we should talk about headphones for a minute. Let's get into it. These yeah. are terrible. You want to got these for? No, I'm yeah, these are gone. Awesome. Andrew's crying in the corner. <laughs> this is a part of the. This is a part of the CS where we just start emotionally abusing each other. <laughs> uh, no, so the, the every year there's an Apple leak at CES. Oh yeah. There's there's all like, Apple always. You know, I, I, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I believe that this stuff happens for a reason. But no, if, if it were happening for a reason at CES, they wouldn't have waited until today. But why is it every year? Anyway, All right. um, it always happens. What a surprise it happened again. So um, the Apple leak is confirmation that Apple's going to cut the headphone jack out of the next iPhone, make it yet even thinner. Just fuck battery life, <laughs> uh, and they're gonna they're gonna build wireless Beats headphones, like earphones. It was earbuds. It was wireless earbuds. Ear- like wireless earbuds, earbuds which, which like finally became a real thing this year at CES. Right, yeah. they're everywhere, and they'll they'll pack in some garbage earpods to plug in the lightning port. Oh, okay. So the the actual included ones we do not. Think yeah, are but the, be obviously the thing that they're gonna say is we don't need a headphone jack anymore because you're gonna buy these sick. Now what? I mean, talk to me about you. But know, that's, the so that was the, that's the big Apple leak of the. What is the audio fidelity of wireless earbuds? So it's gotten, like five years ago, it was bad. It's gotten way better. So like Bluetooth headphones are pretty good now. Um, it's APTX. Yeah. Aptex, yeah, but... Yeah. Uh, mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I'm already getting, you know, only mediocre sound from Spotify, right? I have, like, very nice headphones when I'm at my yeah. desk. But, it's, you know, Spotify, so it's, you know, 320 kbps. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to degrade that any further. I don't think you'll be able... I, mean, I don't think that signal path is going to get... You know, by adding yeah. one piece of like, it's, they're not. They're gonna do something, but you're probably not gonna hear it because that information is probably gone. Yeah. What if they're not Bluetooth? What if they come up with their own custom proprietary wireless standard? Yeah. I, I mean, that's very Apple, but yeah. they wouldn't, because then you can only use them with a phone. You know. So yeah. does does this uh, feel like the sort of inevitable future, or is this Apple tinkering for the sake of tinkering? Apple's in a real Samsung place lately, yeah. right? I mean, I definitely have used smartphones that didn't have headphone jacks. Like, the Trios didn't. HTC made a bunch of phones that were, it had, a, it had we this weird for mini USB. Years about we that. hated it. It was the most annoying thing. What was HTC's connector called? Uh, it was like some USB. It wasn't USB, and then you had to plug in dongles. It was, mini, it was mini USB, but it was like a trapezoid instead of proper yeah. mini USB. Um, Man, that company should just continue slowly dying. Mm-hmm. Poor HTC. Poor <laughs> Sorry, that's awful. It was the HTC multifunction audio adapter. Yeah. I remember because it has such a catchy name. Yeah. Would yeah. you wear wireless headphones? Like ear- like individual wireless earbuds? I don't want to. Yeah. Why not? They're going to make me, though, I guess. <laughs> or you can just use regular Bluetooth headphones, one assumes. Because um, it's another thing to misplace. Exactly. Like, the tangle, I can find it. What's, yeah. you know? what's cooler, the over-ear cans or buds? Well, I like the idea of having over ear, but in my woman on the go lifestyle, yeah. I just can't be encumbered. That's a busy millennial. Yeah. I'm a busy young millennial, young professional millennial. Um, wow, it's true. Wow, guys. Um, but yeah, no, I, I need that. I ha- it has to go in my bag. It has to go away. It can't like it can't have a precious like this thing that's as big as a sandwich. Like he carries sandwich all the time. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Only a piece of gum. <laughs> That's the rule. Yeah. These headphones are nice, but mm, break the sandwich <laughs> rule. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think killing the audio jack is such an enormous mistake. Um, it just seems like it's it, they're just doing it to do it. Like, yes, the connector's been around for like 100 years or something crazy. Yeah. I, like, am I the only person who would get really excited if this year's leak had been, like, the iPhone 7 will be, like, three millimeters thicker and the battery life will be, like, 12 hours longer? No, you can buy, but you can buy an ugly battery case. I mean, like, that's the thing that they want, right? Like, it's funny, like, Joanna Stern's review of the iPhone's success was, was great. Like, literally, she, yeah. like, walked around the street and, like, people were like, I want longer battery life. And she's like, now you can press the screen. And they're like, no, I don't. That's not useful to me. Um, I, it's just like they're. I think they're. They're just finding ways to make it ever thinner for no discernible reason. Yeah, and like and to be clear, I don't think the iPhone has oh, terrible also, battery life. Also waterproof. Oh was yeah, a, was waterproof. a thing that they Ooh. was leaking out there. Yeah, and I mean that's like that. That's genuinely useful, right? People do break their iPhones because they drop them in the toilet. Um, my brother himself, I think, has lost like eight phones yeah. in the toilets. Uh, so that's that's great. But <laughs> changes happen. Wait, eight? I know. No, not that many. Uh, but between him and his wife, like they're always like scrounging around for an upgrade because somebody <laughs> either dropped it or you know into the ocean or you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> they're they're you know they were placed under some sort of curse. Do you know I don't know. Were they, they fall, fine. dropped into the ocean? Is kind of amazing because yeah. you have to be above the ocean. Mm-hmm. So they're constantly they a lot of time, They spend a lot of time uh, parasailing, <laughs> kite surfing. Um, Very active. No, I th- I, waterproof is great. I just think they're. I get that. Wireless, like Bluetooth headphones are a thing. They're a big market. People buy the hell out of them. Um, but I just think that that is the thing that people won't buy an iPhone because it doesn't have an iPhone jack. Yeah. Like they'll be like, you know what? Like I invested in headphones or I just like wrapping a cord around something and putting it away. Um, like I have no interest in wireless earbuds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to have a huge effect on sales one way or the other. Um, again, it's just not the leak that I would have been looking for. I have no interest Every in charging year wireless earbuds. Last, last year, what leaked was the MacBook. Like, hang yeah, on. Yeah. If, if Apple, if you want to live in the Apple world, they are going to expect you to charge every night a phone, earbuds, or just use and your, a watch. Or buy a lightning set of headphones. Or, or buy a lightning, buy a lightning adapter for right. your headphones. It's just like a silly thing, right? Like, suddenly headphones don't longer work. You think it'll so. come with a lightning adapter? I think it will come with lightning earpods. Yeah. The world's worst headphones. Do you remember yeah. the video when they put out the earpods and Johnny Ive was like, I have studied sound for hundreds of years. It's like, we finally <laughs> did it. You know, something that I do a lot is uh, I charge my phone while I'm, like, taking a call, you know, mm-hmm. which I take yeah. on my, my ear pods. That, that's just, like, is all that stuff just going to go away? The more I'm thinking about this, I guess, the yeah. less excited I am about. Because yeah. I charge my phone in while talk. using the, the headphones all the time. Yeah. Because if you, yeah, if they're there and your phone's there, then where are you going to talk? How is yeah. it, how are you going to do that? You have to hold it? Mm-hmm. Oh. We're going backwards. Oh, garbage. Such garbage. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is, uh, the, I I didn't make the leak, but every year there's a leak. Last year was an actual hot new laptop. Yep. This year it's some. This year it's what I think is a retrograde decision about headphone jacks. What else? Oh, you got to talk about Peach Talk Cool. Yeah. Oh, so, ready? Uh, so here's the real news. It? Yeah. Let's, uh, real let's step news. outside of uh, our Las Vegas bubble right is it, now. Is it back, or did you destroy it? Uh, we can see we you right now. I network. took down. I took down a social network today. Uh, I probably shouldn't take credit for that uh, because I'm actually not sure if I did. But what I can tell you is that Peach.Cool is the hottest thing on kind of media Twitter and early adopter Twitter. Oh, my God. Um, So um, last June, actually, I wrote a big story about an app called Byte, which was created by a guy named Dom Hoffman, who's the co-founder of Vine. So he's, you know, had a lot of success building these social networks. Um, 
Byte was this crazy creation tool. You could use it to do almost anything, and that was sort of its undoing. Nobody really knew what to do with it. You know, you could add GIFs, text, photos. All uh, you could make music and put it into the app. So it looks like they sort of create a little side project, which is called Peach, which is a little bit more straightforward. You can add a text update, you can post a photo, you can do a drawing, but it adds in these things it calls magic words, which are kind of like Slack commands. So you can okay. type in GIF and it'll bring up a little box to search for GIFs, or you can type in here and it'll let you post your current location. Right. And then as you'd expect, you can add a heart or you can comment. Um, the best part of the app is that it kind of took Facebook's poke feature and then expanded it into this range of like eight or ten actions. <laughs> so you can boop someone, you can wave at them, you can kiss them, you can put a ring on them. Can you, you poop can you poop emoji them? You cannot poop emoji them, no. but you can quarantine them, which wow. is amazing. I like, quarantine TC. Yeah, well, <coughs> rightly so. Yeah. So that's like kind of a weird fun mechanic yeah. where it's like they've kind of created their, their own little language. So like I just saw people were tweeting about this. I got on the beta last week. Didn't really think much of it because with these social networks, you honestly never know what's going to take off and what isn't. There seems to be sort of no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, in this particular case, it's a little bit silly and it's a little bit dumb. And that often is enough to get an app about 100,000 users. And so we'll see if we're all still talking about this on Monday. But like right now, I'm getting, you know, like dozens. Blown up on peach. I'm, getting, yeah. I'm, bl I'm getting blown up on Peach. And I'll be moving all of my social networking there. Are you on the peach? No, I just found out about it in the traffic. Yeah. It, it has the best URL of any social network, which is peach.cool. That's great. <laughs> maybe maybe peach.force would have been better, but peach.cool is you know the best that I'm aware of. Um, I get stolen a lot lately. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Stolen is really interesting. I don't know what's going on. Wait, so stolen is a game. Um, sort of moving right along to the other kind yeah. of big viral phenomenon, uh, which I haven't written about yet, uh, but want to. Um, it was created by a guy who had uh, previously worked at Zynga, so he kind of knows about how to create mm -hmm. these viral apps, um, but had been working on this journal app called Heyday, which like had some nice qualities about it, but just wasn't taking off. So they decided to see if they could save the company by creating a viral game. Wow. And so they created this thing called Stolen, which was based on a previous thing that they had did um, that was called Friends for Sale. And in Friends for Sale, like your friends had like pet avatars and you would steal them or something like that. Um, what Stolen does is it lets you steal Twitter avatars. So I can go onto Stolen and you get a certain amount of money, virtual currency to start with, and you're worth a certain amount of virtual currency, and then I can buy you. So let's say you're 10,000, I buy you for 10,000. And if somebody buys you, like sh shortly thereafter, like your stock goes up and you get a cut of the sale, and the person who stole you the first time gets to like keep whatever like the difference is between what he but bought you for and what he you sold you for. You should just see Nicola's face right now. I yeah. love this. She's so yeah. excited about this concept. It's very. Uh, I was very skeptical about it, but I've been playing for the why, past couple why days. Why are you so excited silly. about this? I, I don't know. I'm trying to like think why. The problem with CES is your brain doesn't work all the way. Um. <laughs> Again, that's also Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know why I like this so much, but I really like it. I think people are going to love it yeah. because it lets people be on pedestals above each other. Yeah. People love ranking. And, and also, too, like, I think for a lot of us on Twitter, there's always somebody cooler than you on Twitter that, like, won't follow you back. Yes. Oh, stolen, you can yeah. just buy them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's something, like, very empowering about Ooh, the idea of, like... I know who first buy would be for sure. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, my God. It would be Bieber. No. You can't afford him. He's 99 million <laughs> coins. What? Yeah, it's too many coins. Although you can buy more coins. Uh, I mean, that's That's how they monetize it. Yeah. Right. Um, but you can actually have plenty of fun on Stolen for free, which is something I, I just like get a lot it. of notifications. It's like, you have been stolen for 20,000. I'm like, 
leave me alone. Oh, you're getting Twitter notifications about it? Yeah. Because people, I'm sure people get excited them. when they steal you. Once yeah. you own them, what can you do with them? The only thing you can do is if they're not stolen from you, like, they generate some sort of currency. So, like, you visit the Am app I once a day. Am I mining Bitcoin by accident? You is probably what's, are. What's, what's happening? It's probably a big Bitcoin mining Did you scheme. see the heater that was here? No, is it a Bitcoin heater? There was a, a shared... This is actually like a cool cigarette? I, I, I need to Google. No, no, no. It was like a, it's a heater for your home, and it has, like computational ability and it connects to a cloud a shared computing cloud service and so it generates heat for your home by like do mining bitcoin and like doing other things wow and so the waste heat is like used to heat your home. it's like ridiculous and then they're like we need this cloud storage thing because you don't you don't need computational resources evenly so we have to send you some to like heat your home when you're not doing it i gotta find this it was amazing that sounds like somebody really overthought the concept of a heater. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it must use I just so Googled. much electricity. I just Googled. Relative, it must be so inefficient relative to a regular old heater. I find it. Project Exergy. I know, it was here. It was at Showstoppers or Pepcom or one of those I went to. And it was such an insane... Such an only at CES product where I was like, what is this? And I'm like, it's a heater. It mines Bitcoin. It's like, that's usually the other way around. <laughs> um, you went to a fucking crazy booth today. I went to a totally normal booth today. There's one like right there. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, a company out of St. Louis that makes everything. Yeah. And they just they go, they've got a, a design center in Hong Kong or Shenzhen, and they, they just we want to make a hoverboard well this is the one the factories make we'll make ours look a little bit this way yeah and we want to make a blender we want to make a alarm clock they make like 15 different kinds of alarm clocks and you probably have one in your house or in your hotel room because they've got 50 white labels right um and it was just like fascinating to go in there and like what is your ces like well my ces is like convincing walmart to like buy my stuff and put it in the you know the checkout aisle wow um and like but they had like good stuff like fine stuff no, nothing there was like utter garbage and even if it was it's like well that's somebody will they'll get rid of it somewhere um but like the the thing i mean i wrote a whole piece about it but the thing that i realized is like the the worst stuff here mm-hmm. is like 20 percent better than it was yeah two or three years ago same thing sure. with the best stuff and so like yeah go out and buy a crappy bluetooth speaker You'll be fine. It's not I'll tell you, I'm thinking okay. about it. I had the same jam box for like four years, but now like the battery won't charge, so it only works if it's plugged in. So I'm in the market. Yeah, they've got ones that float. They've got ones with suction cups. You gotta watch this video. Dieter, it's Dieter and Walt. Yeah, like playing with toys. Yeah, Walt and I walked around. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. He told me stories. Hey, did you hear your backpack story? No. We had a we had a story. Who pitched it? It was somebody. I don't know. I still don't get it. Somebody was like, "CS is the only place on earth where where everyone is constantly wearing a backpack and it's acceptable." I don't know if that's true. Uh, no. Yeah, um, that man's wearing a backpack. High school. Call it out. It's a backpack. I see a lot high of school? people who don't Co- have backpacks. College. Sorry, I applaud you for turning around. Oh, there's one. Backpack and knowing. But there isn't one. There isn't one. We have to stop. We have to stop. A, this is terrible radio. If you're in your car, B, we are literally just yelling at people. (laughs) (laughs) We're engaging. I brought a backpack. (laughs) I brought a backpack. You brought a backpack? Yeah, I wanted to fit in. What kind of backpacks did you bring? Um, Are backpacks cool? Can they be cool? What's cooler, a backpack or a messenger bag? A backpack. Whoa! Really? Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. Why? Um. I don't know. I mean, one, the weight distribution on a messenger bag makes no sense. It's terrible. Well, that's not true. Yeah. No, it's so okay. bad. You, you got to wear it high tight, and then it, it's more even. Okay. Now we're wearing the messenger bag high tight, and it's <laughs> even. Yeah. 
right, fine. We're done with this. You know what we need to talk about? I just realized, and I've been, my Wi-Fi's out, I, I can't get the whole story, but maybe you guys know it. There was a raid on a hoverboard company here. We're sitting inside a crime scene. Yes. Yeah. The federal officials raided uh, at the behest of one wheel, but then Segway is here, like just over there. Uh, Razor's here with a hoverboard. Um, and Swagway, the world's worst name company, like, shouldn't Segway send the cops to Swagway? You know, if I think there's a case sending? to be made. Uh, anyway, they released a product called the Swagtron, Swagtron. Uh, which is actually just a robot Sam Sheffer. He <laughs> <laughs> just says outlandish things about vlogging. Beef. Bus. <laughs> beef. Oh, my God. Anyway, do you guys, can, can somebody walk me through the federal raid so, story? Yeah, so One Wheel um, didn't want their stuff, their patented things, stolen by other companies. When, like, How are their patents on this? Like, the whole point is that there are no patents. That's what, anyway, keep going. Sounds like somebody reinvented the One Wheel. Uh-huh. We're done. <laughs> Shut it down. Good night. <laughs> anyway. So they, they, they've got some kind of patent. And yeah. so they, they, another company, like whenever anybody makes a hoverboard, immediately yeah. uh, the same thing gets made by everybody else. They all talk to each other in really? these factories. Yeah. And so like, what if I want to go make a Bluetooth speaker, I go, I fly out to Shenzhen and I go to like 15 factories and they all say, well, this is, these are the kinds of Bluetooth speakers we make. And I say, okay, how about that one? And they're like, yeah. cool. And I said, okay, can you like put a flower on it? So it's at least unique. And they're like, yeah, sure. Here's a flower. Yeah. And the same thing happens with the hoverboards. And so whatever parts, whatever factory I'm guessing made their stuff, like it just got all stolen. Right. So some of those companies end up coming out to CES, and they, uh, you know, a bunch of these, a bunch of the bigger companies are tired of it. So they like told the feds, and the feds are like, yeah, and they went and and raided the uh, Changzhou First International Trade wow. uh, booth or building, and uh, and took them out. Not didn't take them out. Wow, that's <laughs> harsh. <laughs> yeah. Took them away. The penalty for hoverboard patent infringement is summary execution yeah. immediately on a trade show floor. Which I look because normally we write these patent stories and they're so like impenetrable. But like a good old fashioned raid, yeah. like where you feel like you're in like prohibition era America is amazing. Well, no, it, so it happens way more often in like Germany. So every year there's some MP3 raid story. So the, there's MP3 is patented. The Fraunhofer Institute. I don't know if you know this. The, uh, say, say the institute thing again. Thank you. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, you know, us, us patent aficionados. Or, anyway, whatever. Every year, there's some company that doesn't pay the license for MP3 and they put out MP3 players. And every year, the German authorities raid IFA. And wow. I like I have written this story or reblogged this story like for a decade. Yeah. Like, they did it again. The cops showed up. And it's just funny that it's... I've never really heard about it happening here. Well, what's fascinating... But, like, why would you pick that company and not any of the others? They're bigger? I don't know. Yeah. Um, they've, just, they've been trying to get them to stop for a message. while now. They've been, tried, they've been sending them cease and desist, and they told them don't come to the show, and then they came anyway. Oh. And so then, like, okay, well, we're, we're doing yeah. this. Um, but what's fascinating the to me about the hoverboard the CEO story... Swagway, like, got an alert in his phone. It's like, the cops are here. Like, Everybody pack it up. <laughs> Gets on his little one wheel and starts <laughs> wheeling out here. He's like, no one can know. <laughs> Uh, what were you saying? I was saying, what's fascinating to me about hoverboards is, like, I don't even know if we can call some of these things knockoffs, because, like, it's hard to know where the original actually was, and so they're all, like, knockoffs of each other, and so, like, right. the term, like, here's the genuine article, and here's the fake version of it doesn't mm-hmm. really even apply, and that's happening, like, across, like, all of the tech industry right now. It doesn't happen with, like, you know, the laptops, the phones, the brands that we have, but all the other little gigaws that you can get yeah. in your house there's other versions of it everywhere else and the line between what's real and what's what's the knockoff is really vague 
and we only noticed it with hoverboards because the, the freaking things were lighting out of fire. Yeah, it's funny. The marketing line for two different hover, hoverboards here is like, this one won't explode. Yeah. It's like, that's a really cool, low bar. Cool. And it's like, Swagway is like the Swagtron. The battery is protected, so it won't kill you. Yeah, and no, the, no, no, the, battery, the battery's protected by like being encased in aluminum, which, in which case, if it does fail, it's going to fail way more spectacularly. <laughs> also, if it's I'm, got shrapnel now. <laughs> also, if I'm 13, you know a tagline I don't want to hear? This won't explode. Yeah. <laughs> Sell me on the danger. Like, the my, my tagline for a cool teen hoverboard would be like, this thing will take you right off a fucking cliff, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom, I want this one. <laughs> Put a skull and crossbones on it. I feel as though as our designated teen reporter, you're yes. moving farther and farther away. Actually, Caitlin is our designated teen reporter oh, so yeah, now. She I did a great teen, Teens yeah. at CES story. All the, all the stuff that was branded and marketed for she teens. Found, she found the like, Kodak booth as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She was like, I love it here. Yes. Yeah. It's a great place to be. It's funny that both of you like like zeroed in on this one experience. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, and she's like, why is there a selfie spot here? Yeah. What's your favorite yeah. place at CES this year? Is it the Kodak booth? Um, my favorite place at CES. Um, no, it can't be that. Oh. It's not that good. Wow. There's got to be something better. Mine's the, the drone Wait, zone. what was it? Have you been to the what drone zone? What did you zone? just think of? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I like anything anymore. you got to go to the drone zone, I'm telling you. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's two days and you, you're wrecked. I'm done. <laughs> you just can't handle it anymore. I, re- I rescheduled my flight to go home later because I got here later, and I'm like, I wish I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's like, we've just been here for a week. I know. We have like four days to go. It's scary. We don't have four days to go. We're going to be here till December. Yeah. What else happened at the show? What do we need to talk about? What are some other themes? We, put up, we wrote a bunch of stuff today. Uh, so Nick Stat had an awesome story about how Amazon was the secretly yes. most interesting thing here. Yes, yes, we definitely have to talk about that. Talking yeah. about this all, right. all day. Um, well, go ahead. Well, no, you can go. But it's fine. You've been talking all day. Yeah, so I'm well tired rehearsed. of talking about it. God damn it. All right. It's, it's really, we, we are, are so angry and snippy. Snippy on the Vergecast. Everyone needs to take a break. Let's all just let's, let's all just let's leave about fifteen minutes of dead air. Let the audience collect <laughs> their thoughts. You know what thoughts. great radio is? Is moments just, of silence. Just moments of <laughs> My moment new of silence. podcast, moments of silence. <laughs> no. So the story is, is that Amazon. I, you know, whenever CES happens, we email the companies. Are you going to be there? Are you going to be there? And Amazon's like, Nah, we're not showing up. There might be some stuff with uh, Alexa, but don't worry about it. And we're like, Okay, cool. I guess we won't plan to like think about Amazon at CES. And instead. Uh, Alexa and the Amazon Echo is basically the thing that's actually winning the fight for what's going to be the standard for the smart home. And they've done it in this really clever way where Apple's like, we made HomeKit, we made a standard, build our standard into your stuff, and we're going to get the whole industry, and we're going to fight Google, we're going to fight Samsung smart things, and we're going to win. We're going to fight to have a good, grand old ecosystem battle. It's going to be VHS versus beta all over again, and we can't wait to get into it. And Google did the same thing with Brillo, but they're like... It was really weird when Tim Cook got up on stage and said that. (laughs) (laughs) And and Samsung's doing kind of the same thing. Everybody's got different shades of, like, we're open, we we have, it's easy to use, blah, blah, blah. And Amazon, meanwhile, is just like, yo, like, here's how to do it, and you, you don't need to buy into our whole ecosystem. We'll work with everybody. We don't care. Like we'll work with if this and that we can you can just, just here's how it is go do it and everybody has the speaker in their house because it's you know 150 bucks yeah. now um, and so like all of a sudden they're just like they're the coolest way to deal with your smartphone home here at right. CES and everybody else that's like got way more money and way more effort invested in like building a massive smart home ecosystem it's just like 
watching Amazon walk away with the mind share of this is how you control your smart home. Right. I think it's amazing, actually. That like, I, I, I think I've said this on the show a couple times. The Echo is the best gift I gave at Christmas because it's so... I mean, this is literally a framework I'm thinking of every product, right? It demands nothing of you at any time. You plug it in the wall, you leave it alone. Yep. And then when you want stuff, you, like, talk to it, and it delivers things to you. And, like, the, the range of things it's starting to deliver to you is, like, getting high. Like, if Apple, instead of... This is ridiculous, and, like, there's probably good reasons Apple made this decision. But instead of doing the watch, if they had made an Echo-like product and said, we're going to start to add intelligence to the rest of your home, and now Siri is just in your kitchen all the time, yeah, why people would have bought the... Got it. They should have done that. It would have been like, I mean, literally, they, like Apple would have been like, this is revolutionary. Instead of Amazon's doing it super quietly. And all of these smart home products need an interface, and the interface cannot be an- yet another app on your phone. And there's no good interface that controls everything at once from a single app, which is basically the smart things model. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. So the idea that they all need a great voice interface, like if you're one of these smaller companies, if you're Belkin or whatever, you, there's no way you can hire the researchers and the designers and the intelligent people to build a great voice interface with the Wemo switch. So you just get Amazons for free. It's like kind of an incredible move. I, I agree with everything you said, and yet I still hate voice interfaces. <laughs> really? It, yes. Uh, Siri still gets stuff wrong for me all the time. No, but do you, have you used an Echo? I like, haven't. No, One of the too. genius things that Amazon did is they just paid more attention to the microphones. Huh. And the microphones on the Echo are incredibly good. Yeah. And like that's actually... The Probably the most impressive part of that hardware. It's not the speaker. It's not the Wi-Fi. Yeah, the speaker's like, like pretty middling. Actually. Yeah, it's not well, that great. All I know is that in any case where I could send a text r- rather than use my voice, I would almost always rather send the text. Oh, we um, should talk about bots. Yeah, which is sort of one of the the you know a, a tangent that comes out of this piece that I wrote this week about how in Silicon Valley so much of the attention right now is turning to these messaging interfaces, which are powered by bots. So it's kind of two things, right? Like one is. In this day and age, like messaging just dominates the way that we do everything on our phones, right? Like, right. if I were to walk by any one of you at any time during the day, like the thing you were using would probably at least have messaging in it if it weren't actually just messaging. So, you know, everybody who's you know struggling inside the app store right now is thinking, hmm, well, maybe we can use that interface to link together a bunch of other kinds of services because there are so many APIs out there, and so they're starting to write these bots that can do almost anything, and some of them are really sort of horizontal, like Facebook M. You know, I type in anything I want. Facebook M tries to make it happen. And some of them are very like vertical where it's like, this is an app that helps you get fit. And you have this conversation via text about what you want. Um, People love this kind of interaction. I don't think they love voice. Um, In fact, after my piece, somebody who I know who um, works closely with Apple and Google told me that internally the traction that um, that Google Voice and Siri have gotten it's is Google considered now. to not be great. Google Now, yeah. yeah. That Google Now and, um, and and Siri are not seen as huge successes inside those companies in terms of the, the traction that they're getting. And, and I don't necessarily think that's because they're bad products. I think it's just because it's not in our nature to want to open up our mouth and look for the microphone and make sure that we know the right command. Right. right? Like, it's more opaque than a DOS prompt. And so that's just something that I think that, that these companies are going to have to work on. At the same time, like I, I also agree with everything that you said, that when it comes to the smart home in particular, you don't necessarily want to have to get out your phone and be like, you know, turn these lights blue. Yeah. Um, and so maybe the smart home does become the place where the voice interface is executed the best. Right. I, don't, I think you don't want to look crazy in public. Yeah. Right. Like, that's a goal, for, I think, for any technology product. Like, yeah. Does this make me look insane in public? Yep. And that is why the Bluetooth headset is like a niche product. Right. <laughs> um, but when you when I'm home and it's the Echo, I'm like I'm literally just like 
yo, play some music. Like, hey, what's the... What, like, what, do you, what music do you have plugged into your Echo? Smooth jazz. Uh, it's just my Prime. Whatever yeah. Prime. It's the worst. I, it, uh, I, gotta, I gotta, like, get all my music again somehow and no, then get it up to No, it's turned me into a real dad because it has every Wilco record. <laughs> and it's just, like, it just knows. It knows that, like, whatever. Like, I'll settle for every Wilco record. There's, you don't settle for a Wilco record. You feel blessed that Wilco is in our lives. Um, I really want to change the, the voice prompt, the, the thing that lights it up from yeah. Alexa to fuck it. So I can just say, fuck it, play some Wilco. And like, it'll just do it. Fuck it, order me more Oreos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think that would be wonderful. Fuck it, another pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there's anything that you can't yeah. say to Alexa that isn't better by saying, fuck it, yeah. beforehand. Fuck set it. a timer. Fuck it, what's the weather? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, set a timer for five minutes. Like, it's like, I just keep, and that's like a thing that you can do in your home. And like, you just say it out loud and like things begin to happen. I don't know, man. I I think that I think the Siri and Google thing is because you have to you, the microphone on the phone isn't good. It no. often doesn't work. It needs like the Echo because it's plugged into the literally plugged in the wall and like stationary. It gets better. Like the the my niece and nephew love it because when you talk when you ask it like the circle lights up and the light points at you. Mm. Um, and I think all this smart home stuff. It's like I, we're just in this minute where we're just the phone isn't. Like, we know its capabilities and how we're building these other experiences. When Siri came out, the first thing Paul Miller said was, why can't I write to you? Like, yes. Why I have this interface. Why can't I just type at you? Yep. Because that's an artificial, like, that's, and it's funny that we're now at the point where we're basically typing at AIs. Yeah. Because we don't want to be crazy in public. And I'm one who thinks that Siri would be tremendously more valuable if it did have a texting interface. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and the benefit to Apple would be, think about if, if it did become very popular think about all the data that it's feeding into Siri and training it right. I, I think there's a real opportunity can I, there can I, can I say something that right. Cortana you guys get really mad yeah. well Cortana yeah but you know, you know what else had a really great uh, text box that you could just type anything into it and it was a WebOS WebOS and just had a keyboard just all the, all the time there so if you wanted to do something you just open it up and start typing and then it would happen was, it, was that feature called Just Type it was, it was, was it, called was Just it, Type yeah. Yeah. it was wonderful that was a wonderful operator the dream of WebOS is still alive in a series of LG TVs that no one will purchase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the setup. Do you know? Have you gone and seen TVs yet, Nicola? Yeah, they all look the same. They're they're big and square. Is any some are curved. Some, some are curved. curved. Have, are have any of these TVs convinced you to buy any television? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's it gonna do? You're so mad. What's it gonna do? The only thing. <laughs> What's it? Everything feels boiled down to like real animal instincts at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's like literally like waves of anger like emanating from you like like heat. When you, when you say waves of animal instinct, do you mean that like as you look around the show floor, you're just thinking like how do I protect my family from any threats <laughs> yes. that might emerge? Yeah. 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 Nicholas doing that thing where you look at an animal and you like see see what parts of the body are steak. You're like, oh, I yeah. see. That's mm-hmm. the. But she's doing that with people. Is she like a 1940s cartoon? Okay. <laughs> I, I might yeah, be. Her tongue falls out of her mouth in a staircase. <laughs> well. Something that I enjoy at our time in, in CS is I often drink with Casey. And when yeah. Casey gets a little drunk, talks like a 40s gangster. I do. <laughs> For some reason, I'll have like three old fashions, and all of a sudden, it's, say, hey, what's the big idea? That's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. The best part of CES has been the alcohol with coworkers. 
Absolutely. I feel like it's like, like any war. You <laughs> you fight some like horrible battle, and then you like you just like go get the beers and yeah. talk about what happened. What we're gonna do when we go back to New York is we're all gonna sit around a VFW hall and keep talking about CS. <laughs> <laughs> there, there should be like VFW halls, but for retired bloggers, where they just gather around with their laptops yeah. and smoke. Isn't that Twitter? And tweet. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Smoke and tweet. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. What else happened? We, we got a few minutes left. What, happens, what well, else happened? I just show? want to point out that uh, the Peach.Cool story is number one on the website. Come this, on. This, the story is it's people, people want to know about the hottest new social networks. Yeah. I mean, I have to say this. Oh, I, I remember what I was going to say about Siri and Search. It's funny because if you think about it, Apple has two different messaging interfaces on the iPhone already. If you swipe right, you get a search box that's somewhat intelligent and will like, tell you things. Yeah. But you cannot type into that, what is the weather, and get a Siri result. Exactly. And it's like you could just combine those things yes. and get there. That's exactly where I want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then, as long as we're talking about that screen, let me 3D touch the app icon suggestions. You know what I'm dying to... Oh, and then like pop it open yeah. so you like... You know what I really need is when you search for an app, I need it to tell me on what fucking screen it is. I would love that too. I don't. Yeah. It's That's like a problem. Just, where is it? Can you just take me to that screen? Yeah. Instead of like, the, the the reason that no one will ever solve that problem is because the average person probably only has one screen of apps in the future. Wait, your problem is you can't. So like, if you have apps and folders, how many pages do you have? Look, look, look at, I have like hundreds of pages of apps. Why? Because I navigate my phone. Folders. No, but I. Folders. How do you find the apps to put them no, in the folders? You, yeah. Find all my banking apps. Take take ten minutes. It's not ten minutes. It's, it's like six it's hours. It's a fun of my hobby life. for it's the subway. This is a man yeah. who fought me for three months over switching his Google Authentication app. No, don't tell them. I don't. Don't tell them. Okay. They'll hack it. Right. They're all hackers. <laughs> can't. Don't tell them what I'm doing. I'm scared of them. I use triple factor authentication. Yeah. You can't possibly be cracked. Sorry. Wait, is that a challenge? Yeah. Don't do that. What is the hacker psychology now? Well, let's just have a gentleman's it? agreement with the hackers. <laughs> <laughs> That's never gone. So I moderated this Mr. Robot panel, and the the dude, um, I don't remember, there was, one was the uh, vice president at Mandia, and the other one was uh, the chief security officer attaining these huge security companies. Uh, and the one guy was like, I investigate uh, some of the most heinous and disturbing computer crimes that ever exist. Yet... I know that there's nothing I can do in my personal life to protect myself, so I just use my credit card all the time. It's constantly getting hacked. You just gotta live with it. And it's like that was terrifying. Wow. Wait, like so people come after this guy because they know that he's essentially like the computer cop, well, and they want to mess with him. Yeah. yeah. So look, I hung out with some computer cops, like you do. What's uh, the big idea with these computer cops? Yeah, like you do. Me, me and the boys in blue, just getting down. The long arm of. John Law, <laughs> checking you into the old Gray Bar Hotel. Well, that's our show, everybody. No, he was like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Like, literally, and their, their thing was like, everybody should turn on two-factor. That's about as best as you can. And, like, and they were like, don't use garbage companies. Right? He was like, like that cool. Yeah. They were like, don't give. And I was like, I was like, dude, you know, they asked the audience a question, like, who here uses the same password for everything? And like, Half the audience like sheepishly raise their hands and they're like, "You're idiots!" Yeah. And they're like, "Who here has a burner password for companies they think are garbage and will leak their data?" And they, like half the audience raise their hand. So yeah, so I mean, I don't consider them burner passwords, but app, so I, you know, I sign up for new apps every week now, and uh, I generate an individual password for all of them. It took me a long time to come around to that, but once I did, the, the I started Ford's to feel reverse a lot lights are turning on. Oh, uh, someone's playing in it. Okay, I'm just right. saying. 
those are the lights that usually come on when the car's about to move in reverse. I'm not going to die on stage. <laughs> I'm not going to die today. Not at CES. <laughs> not, by the, not by the hand of this focus. Oh, that would be the worst. <laughs> no sync-operated vehicle shall kill me this day. There are some cool ways to die in Las Vegas. <laughs> Getting backed over by a Ford Focus is not one of them. The ass end of CES. <laughs> Save me, inflatable Bluetooth speakers. All right. I don't know. He just put up a, a headline that says, this is a CES gadget Conan O'Brien called the Titbit. Yeah. I think we've done everything we can do here. Yeah. Oh, I know what that was. That was, uh, she was on this stage doing that interview. Yep. Um, also, we had Palmer Lucky on stage yesterday. Yeah. Um, also, by the time this is out, I don't think it'll be a surprise. We had stormtroopers on yeah. the stage. Yeah. Yeah. We did actually a lot. We should. So we are obviously very tired from talking about nonsense. Nicola, yeah. do you have any more nonsense you want to talk about? Oh, nonsense? Yeah. What par- are you going to a party tonight? Uh, yeah. What are you going to? Oh, I got options. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you are you doing like the CES Vegas Tinder on the side just to check it out? No, I quit Tinder. Oh right, remember? And I stuck to it, and my life's way better, <laughs> way better. Do I always I feel weird about using Tinder in like strange cities that you only visit once a year because yeah. you're like, all right, great, I matched with a dental student. That's <laughs> good. I'll there just are, put that in my like back. Hashtags. I feel like the no, way no, we should do a story about the way married people talk about Tinder, <laughs> like it's a wonderful playground. Like, yeah, what is it like in there? Amazing. It is a little bit of just like a self-esteem engine. I mean, I guess ultimately that is why you use it when you visit another city is that, uh, you know, somebody thinks you're cute and you think they're cute. And, you know, in another world, maybe you just quit your job and move to that <laughs> city and live with them. You know? Or you could just assess your yeah. local value. Yeah. Is, I mean, you know, while I'm waiting for live blogs to start, it's nice to be like, can I start a life with this person <laughs> instead of live blogging about NVIDIA's self-driving car lunchbox? <laughs> So did you match them? <laughs> yeah, some nice matches. And they'll be hearing from me. Stay tuned. No, seriously, we should just like we should just do a man on the street when find married people. I'm like, what do you think Tinder is? And they're like, instant fucking. <laughs> it's just it's the app that has sex with you. <laughs> yeah, it's Uber for adultery. Yeah. yeah, it's the one where you just push the button and then like babes show up, right? That's, yeah. it's like that's how. Anyway, Trey let me use his Tinder ones. Yeah. Um, he was real mad at you. Yeah, I had I don't have, my Tinder game. He was like, "What were you typing?" And it's all like, "Hello, I am a man." <laughs> He's like, "You gotta, you're out the game, dude. <laughs> Never again." Um, all right, so we gotta we gotta wrap up. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody who's listened to our show. Thank you, these people. Most of them work for us, so thank you for continuing your employment at TheVerge.com. He's like, Dave Slattery, Ron. He's like, "Fuck this." Thank you for using that terrible TV as a monitor for low these many days. Um, anyway, we have done so much at CS. There's obviously this show, which is great. There's many episodes of that. We did a podcast with Walt here. But we also did tons and tons and tons of video interviews on the stage. Um, everybody from the CEO of Fitbit, I said Palma Lucky was here. There were stormtroopers here. Um, just tons of stuff on the stage. So look for that. Uh, we had a really cool video with uh, the next generation of Lego Mindstorms. I think it's awesome. Um, we did tons and tons of other videos that are on. And this, I think this is cool if you're like into the future media. We've 
been recutting the videos and targeting towards different platforms. Um, so the main place to see everything, everything's on YouTube. Go there, subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, you can watch everything from CS. There's some really great ones. But then if you go look at our Facebook page, the videos are actually slightly different, which I think is really interesting. Um, and people are watching the hell out of them there too. So hit our, our Facebook page, hit like, watch videos there. I, I want to call out a couple from today that are amazing. Lauren Grush wore an exoskeleton, like a robot exoskeleton that instead of giving her superpowers, made her an old person. So there's like a VR headset that like fucked with her vision. It's incredible. Uh, and like made her move really slow, like gave her arthritis. Uh, and she, that video is incredible. Um, especially because she's so tired and at the end she just begs you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. In the most defeated tone of voice <laughs> you've ever heard. She's like, please, Scott. It's like, yeah. Gun, they have a gun to my head. They demand that I say this in every video. Um, so that one's great. And then Lauren and Sean, our two space cadets, went to the NASA booth and a uh, rover drove literally over their body. Like they laid on the ground, the rover. It was super fun. Um, there's just tons of videos to watch. Please watch them off the YouTube page um, or the Facebook or wherever the hell it is that you well, anywhere but Go90, the worst of all video experiences. <laughs> but do make sure to add The Verge on Peach.cool. On Peach.cool. Yeah. We will be um, pumping in lots of content there shortly. And Nicola and Kirsten, you guys snap again today? No, I haven't seen her all day. So, Kir well, Kirsten's been out in the world Snapchatting, so look at us on Snapchat. Um, I have to say, just wrapping up the show, like, relatively boring show, relatively quiet, not a lot of, like, big, flashy product news, but lots of things that are very cool. Um, and just looking at, it's funny to look at our site and be like, oh man, there wasn't that big breakout chart beat explosion of traffic on the website. But then we made all these videos of things that are legitimately fucking cool here. And people are watching the hell out of them because there's so much cool stuff here that isn't news, yeah. right? It isn't a big headline that's gonna like explode because Samsung or whatever did the next thing. It's pieces of technology that legitimately look like the future or a piece of the future or something that will change your life. I mean, I'm just like, we have a bunch of cars, we have a levitating speaker, it's ridiculous, <laughs> screw that. Uh, it's funny because I said like, I was gonna read some inspiring things and it's like levitating speaker, the swagtron. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, but like- We went all, to the Neon Museum. We went to the Neon Museum, we saw a styrofoam drone, we saw a hydrogen fuel cell phone charger. So instead of having to charge the battery, you have these, there's like little things, inserts, you put it in, it turns it into a fuel cell and will charge your phone so you can just carry additional power with you. Wow. Like, that's ridiculous, but that's not a headline. That's like a new product, right? It's not news from CES. But you, you just see how people are responding to the videos of being able to see what these cool new things here look like. And it's actually kind of inspiring and powerful. So I know it's terrible. I know Nicola is like... Done. She's staring at me like I'm an awful person for even daring to say something No, I'm positive. looking at you and I'm seeing what you would look like as a cartoon dog. I can see it really Nicholas clearly. Stoned. And I think, <laughs> I don't know if we use legal here. A cartoon dog? Yeah, I can see it right now in the state of being that I'm in right now. I think you would be a mouse. Me? Like, a like mouse? A, like a cute mouse. You know oh, what I mean? Right. I always thought a bunny rabbit, personally. No, something right. with ears. Something yeah. with gigantic. Disney is sending in federal <laughs> officials to shut down. It's got to go. Mickey Mouse. It all has to end. Sorry, Pocahontas. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, just yelling copyrighted phrases to see if Disney will arrest me. How much longer before this Verge Cast will be shut down by a police raid? Let it go. I hope I'm on it. All right. That was our show. Uh, please, like I'm saying, there's so much cool stuff to look at from the show. Uh, thank you for sticking with us on the podcast. Uh, and I actually won't be on the Verge Cast next week. Dito will be hosting, but we'll be back to our regular. Really? Because I'll be at a place. Oh, yeah. Where I'll be. Got surprises coming. Um, 
Now we're just making clicking sounds. Uh, God, kill me. <laughs> we're in Vegas for another full day. Um, this is the show's not even over. Tomorrow's the last full day of the show. We just refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> um, no, tomorrow's the day when you can walk around and buy, stu buy stuff on the cheap. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should try to buy stuff on the cheap tomorrow. That's a good idea. Anyhow, um, we'll be back to a regular, regular Verge schedule starting immediately on Monday. Uh, only everyone will be a little bit more tired and a little bit wiser. And our family will have grown ever stronger because we have suffered this pain together. <laughs> that was it. Rock and roll. Bye.